I've been asleep for six months? Yeah, but don't worry about it, man. It's podcast time. Your wild grabber friends will talk about their medicine lands. We met the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And here we are talking about Adventure Time all the way from episode one to the end. That's right. Matt, how are you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm great. I'm sitting here eating some peanut butter chocolate ice cream. Awesome. Mm. Matt, what's your favorite ice cream? Dinosaur Crunch. It's blue. Right. I, I recall you saying that once you had a Dinosaur Crunch ice cream cake and your friends had Happy Birthday Matt made out in like gummy letters. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. What's your favorite ice cream? I actually prefer vanilla with Oreo cookies mashed up self-mashed and they have to be double stuff nice yeah but you know this chocolate peanut butter so tillamook ice cream is like my favorite no this is not an ad um this is brought to you by the quarantine 20 (laughs) (laughs) i hear that brother (laughs) yeah i think we're kind of struggling at this point in quarantine yeah yeah dude yeah Hopefully not every listener is on the same boat. That's true. I mean, I'm thinking, oh, I got ice cream all over me. <laughs> I clearly missed my mouth. Aw. Well, you're stuck with that the rest of the show. That's okay. <laughs> you have, like, ants crawling on you by the end of the second episode. Ah, uh, fingers are nature's forks. <laughs> hey, you just quoted a regular show. Yes, I did. Good job. <laughs> So, like, I, I just figure, you know, everybody being stuck indoors for this long. I've, I've talked to multiple people about, like, oh, you know, I put in a few pounds. And everybody else is like, really? I'm having trouble keeping weight on. I'm like, great. What? That's great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all the stress with with everything going on. I just can't can't seem to get an appetite. I'm like, oh, well. I got plenty for the both of us. Welcome to our podcast, Emotional Eaters Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Amy. <laughs> and I'm Matt. Jeez. <laughs> so, uh, full confession, this is our second time recording this uh, episode. <laughs> yep. We, uh, so you may recall listening to the last couple episodes, we're trying some new software, um, and for some reason my audio has just been garbage. So we decided that it was just such... Such bad audio that we're going to re-record the episode. Yeah. So So, it took a little bit to get here. Yeah, and it was Matt's finals, and he's been working on some big projects, so. Yeah, but the quarter is over as of yesterday. Yep, and so we're back. Oh, yeah. Back in the saddle. Again. again. (laughs) (laughs) And we're psyched to be talking about Adventure Time again. Yes, we are. So we're talking about Season 3, Episode 15, no one can hear you. And season three, episode sixteen, Jake versus Meemaw. Oh yeah, two very Jake-heavy episodes. Yeah, it's true. Weird Jake episodes. Yep, and we watched both of these twice. We did. Yep, we did multiple. Yeah. Actually, twice in a eight. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because we we had recorded this episode once already, but like you said, we had some sound issues, and for that one, we watched the episode twice. So now we hadn't watched the episode in probably like a week. Yeah. And you're like, okay, let's go back and refresh. So you hit play on Hulu and it was at the like last 10 seconds of uh, the second episode <laughs> on this one. And Jake was like, me now, and you're like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not going to watch. 
Uh, no one can hear you. I know you're not. A third time. Oh, bad. Not gonna do, do that. that twice. <laughs> well, should we get to it? Let's do it. All right. <laughs> We're shaking off the cobwebs. <laughs> Episode 15 of season three. No one can hear you. I am DB rating of 8.2. Overall, season number 67, directed by Larry Leechlider, Cole Santras, written and storyboarded by Echo Castera and Jesse Mahoyahan. Original air date was on November 14, 2011. 2.48 million U.S. viewers. That's up there again. Yeah, dude. This is a high rating. Yeah. It's freaky deaky. That is a high rating. I was actually borderline surprised that it was that high up. Yeah. Because, you know, you know this, is, this episode's my jam. It is but- totally your jam. <laughs> But a lot of the episodes that have been lately have had, like, lower ratings on IMDb. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I was kind of surprised. Yeah. Yeah. The title card shows Finn and Jake in front of, like, this spiraling background looking like they're going crazy. Yeah. They look scared. Scared. Yep. As I'm sure some kids were after this episode. Mm-hmm. I would. I was. Dude. Freaky deaky up in her. Yeah. So, synopsis. Picture this. A deer... It's causing trouble in the Candy Kingdom by licking the candy people's faces. Finn and Jake are trying to get rid of him, but he throws Jake off and kicks him in the head, knocking him unconscious. Then he breaks Finn's leg in a very, like, traumatic way, jumping on both very his violent. legs. And, like, you can see, like, their legs go, like, break in half. Yeah, and it's brutal. It's, it's really bad. And then knocks him out. Fade to black. Finn wakes up in a hospital room and tries to get Dr. Ice Cream's attention. Ice Cream paging Dr. Ice Cream, but doesn't get a response from anybody. So he gets up and notices that his legs are bound up. Casts, like, put in casts. Yeah. So he can't walk, so he sits in a wheelchair next to his bed. Yeah, when he got his legs broken, it was, like, they bent backwards. Yeah. Like, oh, man, that deer is It was a ferocious brutal. deer. He goes out for for a stroll, and this this whole part reminds me of the beginning of the movie. Twenty days later, and by stroll it was he was like pushing his yeah. wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. A, a, a sort of stroll. Mm-hmm. He went out for a roll in the Candy <laughs> Kingdom, but he can't find anybody. But then he finds Jake digging for food in a dumpster, and he's reaching out for a bandage on his head, saying like "ow," suggesting that he su- he suffered a head injury from the deer. So Jake explains that no one's in the kingdom because he's waiting for the candy people to throw him a surprise party saying that it's his birthday. At first, Finn believes this, shouting to the town, I sure don't expect anyone to jump out at me. And this joke is carried on throughout most of the the, the episode. Um, Like, Finn trying to be like, oh, I bet you guys are not here. Yeah. I'm going to do this weird thing. Hopefully <laughs> no one catches me. Yeah, he's like, was he takes his shirt off to go to the fountain. He's like, you know, hope nobody wants to jump out and peeps my bod. <laughs> So at that point, Jake takes Finn back to this makeshift house that he had made in Town Square and gives Finn the directive to go collect wood for a fire for hobos, because they're apparently hobos now. Yeah. So he agrees and starts to wander around. Raising his arms, he realizes that he has a bad body odor, um, which is really impressive because he's like, oh, I've been out for a day. And then he, like, notices boy smell. And I'm just like, boy smell, Matt. Yeah, yeah, we do. They're disgusting. I can't go a day without a shower. I just, I'm repulsive. My son, like, I mean, you remember, like, when <clears throat> we first started dating. And anyway, like, my son is now, he'll be 22 in December. Mm-hmm. 
And anyway, when he was a teenager, he was always really clean and meticulous, but like his bathroom just was not good. Uh huh. You walk in there and you almost die. And he'd be like mad at me because I'd be like, yo, dude, like clean your clean your bathroom. But anyway, boys are gross. I know it's true. We stink. Anyway, so raising his arms, he he realizes he he had stank. And so he wheeled over to a fountain where he removes his hat and his shirt and bathes in the fountain. Finn starts to wonder where everyone is. But Jake gets worried because he doesn't want Finn to look around for everyone to, quote, ruin the surprise. Yeah. So Jake's acting. He's acting real weird. So after that, the deer comes along and Finn yells at him. The deer simply ignores this and gallops away. So Finn hears noises coming from the nearby sewer, thinking that it sounds like candy people. And it's like this ominous kind of whispering, like moaning coming from the sewer. Mm-hmm. So Finn tells Jake about this. So Jake's like, yeah, don't go looking for them. I, I don't want you to ruin the surprise. But Finn's becoming a little frustrated about waiting all day for this alleged surprise party. It's at that point that Jake claims that he's been waiting for six months for people to come out. And he's like holding in fetal position a picture of him and lady it's pretty sad yeah um then we see bugs crawling out of jake's ears while he's saying this which was serious creep factor super disturbing finn realizes that jake has become insane and that they're not really friends anymore finn then attempts to make a daring escape for the sewer but the vicious jake stops him and destroys his wheelchair by sticking his hands into the spoke. Yeah, it's a freaky scene. It's totally freaky deaky. The whole episode's (laughs) freaky. Like everything from like the deer at the beginning to Jake being mentally unhinged here. He's wackadoo. Yeah. So Finn wakes up again tied to a post and Jake has several puppets out and he's playing with them singing happy birthday Jake. And Finn tricks Jake into letting him free claiming that he's not going to run away from him. But as soon as he's free Finn tells Jake that he has a surprise for him. But he has to close his eyes first. So immediately Finn makes a run for the sewer. He like knocks the tent down on top of him. Jay tries to catch up with him after realizing that Finn was lying to him. Finn goes down into the sewer. He just, so while he's running, like his casts break off. And so he's wearing like this little like cast diaper. Yeah. And his legs, his, his broken legs are all still janky. And he like jumps into the sewer and falls down and falls right into some water. He swims out and runs through a passage until he finds what looks like a strange-looking door. He opens the door and finds the candy people there stuck to the walls with orange substance. Jake catches up, finding him in the sewer, and gets excited to see all the candy people since he thinks this is his birthday party. Finn tells him to stop acting crazy and punches him hardcore. Yeah, like the first couple times he punches him, Jake's still acting crazy. And then he punches him one more time and Jake's back to normal. So Finn explains that he's like, yeah, you trapped all the candy people down here for your birthday party. And the candy people are all like melty looking and like bleh. So Jake takes Peppermint Butler off the wall and apologizes to him. And uh, Peppermint Butler is like, no, you didn't do this to us. And he points to the deer standing behind them saying that the deer did it. The deer walks up to them and stands on his hindlings. He removes his front hooves, revealing tiny hands that are so creepy. Finn tries to attack him while Jake frees the candy people. Jake climbs up and frees more candy people right above Finn and the deer. As he's fighting Finn and Jake is above him, Jake unties um, some strings that had bricks on his feet and fall right on top of the deer, knocking him out. Finn and Princess Bubblegum push the deer into the sewer drain where he's washed away by the current. Yeah, it makes like a toilet flushing sound. Yeah. So... Bubblegum explains that the deer wanted their sugar and winks at Finn. And she's like, but I didn't give it any. <laughs> Is that what she said? <laughs> but I but didn't, didn't give it any. any. So Finn frowns and says, boy, it stinks down here. 
and they all proceed to go and take a bath. Jake carries everyone, and they float away on balloons tied around Jake, holding onto each other by their legs. And the episode ends with a candy person saying, I want to get clean! So, wow. This episode was not afraid to go for the creep factor. No, not at all. This this was... Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. And, like, you know, a lot of episodes have, like, creepy moments, but this one was just, like, one after another with crazy yeah. Jake and the deer with the human hands. Yeah, I really thought that... that- Everything was going to be like, you know how like things get really bad and all of a sudden there's like this like simple adventure time fix, you know, like, oh yeah, we can do this really cool thing that's going to fix everything. But (laughs) they killed the deer. But, but that, no, but that, that's not even it. Like that didn't happen in this episode. It was like, I mean, even like, I think maybe that was Jake dropping the cinder block on the deer's head, Mm -hmm. but like, I don't know. Like it was just freaky. Yeah. So did you like it? No. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So this is a, this is a, an episode that we're very divided on because yeah. I, I actually I love this episode. I think this is one of my favorites of the season. What? Yeah, I think why? it's great. I just I love the whole mystery behind it. Like, where is everybody, and why is Jake acting like this? And yeah, I like the the scary factor to this one. Well, I mean that makes sense. You that is your um, yeah, that is your jam. Horror is my bread and butter. <laughs> I just, it, it just wasn't for me. I, I couldn't get into this. I didn't like it. It felt uncomfortable watching mm-hmm. this episode. I've, I've seen word on the interwebs that this is the creepiest episode of the, of the whole series. And unless I'm forgetting something later on, this may actually be the creepiest one. Hmm. Well, that's good because I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Although, again, we still have episodes in Leningrad's Kingdom, which are a little weird, but maybe not as creepy as this. Hmm. I think that, like, they did a really... So if we're going to talk about things, like, that we liked about the episode, like, the whole episode, it's not a bad episode. I just didn't like it. Yeah. So, like, it had a really interesting plot. It was different. Um, It had, like, this, like... What is the word I want to say? Like, like that, you know, um, twist where, you know, we find out that Finn has been unconscious for six months instead of a day. Yeah. Um, And that... Like, one is that it's kind of cool that all the candy people are alive, um, even though they've been, like, held captive by this. melted. Yeah, like, it was just freaky. Yeah. So how you feel about this one where you're saying, like, it's not a bad episode, but you didn't like it Mm -hmm. was, like, me with that Butopia episode. Yeah. I'm like, no, it's not a bad episode. It's just not for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, it just, you know, I think I think they did a really good job of creating just this suspenseful, creepy episode that is ultimately entertaining, but just too much for me. Yeah. So, Matt, yes. where was the snail? The snail was on a garbage heap when Jake says, think about it. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I sort of remember that, but it's been like a week again. Since so, that, okay, so when Finn finds Jake, he's on a garbage heap, like... Trying to, like, find, like, get food and scraps and stuff. So that's what that's from. Yeah. Yeah. Snail Watch 2020. Snail Watch. Guess what, Matt? What? There's a field face, field face, another field face. What? Smile. It is. So Jake um, finds a milk carton, and it has a field face on there. I don't remember that at all. What the crap? Yeah, dude. You need to get on your life. I know. <laughs> I need to get on my life. Yeah. That's going to be the quote of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So what's your favorite line from this one? So this is from Finn when he's trying to find Dr. Ice Cream. And he's like, ice cream for my meow. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Ice cream for my meow. 
What's, what Good is line. yours? Oh, uh, mine is what the blizz. Come on, people. Finn. Do, so Finn had some really great Finnisms in this episode, though. Yeah, especially over like the first like quarter of it when it was just him alone mm-hmm. talking to himself. Yeah, that was really great. They did a good job on the dialogue. Yeah. All right, Matt, what's your impression? I hope nobody's going to hop out. Oh, wait. Um, Could you be a little more impression-y and a little less you? Okay, I, I can't do 13-year-old. <laughs> I hope no one's going <laughs> to... Nah, what, what that was is. that? It's like House. <laughs> I hope no one's going to hop... Uh, I hope no one's going to hop out of the bushes and peeps my bod. It's All good. right, that's good. I can't. That's good. I can't get my voice that high. What's your impression? Okay, mine's Buttercup at the end of the episode. The deer wanted our sugar, but I didn't give him any, if you know what I mean. Awesome. You said Buttercup. Freaking A. <laughs> I can't be trusted. So funny. I love that that's still a thing this far into the show. <laughs> Buttercup. Jack. Okay. I, yeah. So we got some cool trivia on this episode. Oh, yeah. In this episode, Finn is seen bathing for the first time, contradicting his statement about not bathing in the episode Too Young. Uh-oh. Inconsistencies. I don't like the show anymore. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Matt, you had a really cool thing that you found out. I'm really excited to talk about this. Yeah. So Gingerbread Muto appears at the beginning near one of the houses on the right side when Finn and Jake are chasing the stag. And Gingerbread Muto is a gingerbread man resembling Adam Muto, who's uh, one of the creative minds behind the show. And he appears in this and Slumber Party Panic and Kyridian and Pajama War and Hot Diggity Doom in the crowds. So it's like, you know, the Phil face looks like an animator on the show. And apparently this Gingerbread Muto is another thing like that. So something else we're going to have to keep our, our eyes on. Well, it's not just Gingerbread Muto. We talked about uh, there's like Gingerbread Pen that's after Gingerbread Ward, and then Gingerbread Pat, and then... Pat McHale. Yep, and Gingerbread uh, Rebecca. There's a whole bunch of them. And I just think it's just so fun that like they have all these little Easter eggs, and then it's just like another Easter egg that we can look out for. Yeah, I love finding these little things as we go through the series. It's Mm -hmm. awesome. It's really cool. Okay. So another trivia is when Finn looks into the sewer for the first time, the manhole reads CKPW, presumably meaning Candy Kingdom Public Works, and has a picture of a cupcake. Awesome. So, like, this is the thing. I think it is so, again, if we go back to, like, all these little details that you would never know, like, they have a public works, like, public utilities, and, like, like, do they have... Do they have welfare in Candy Kingdom? I'm starting to think they probably do. Like, like the more we're learning about this kingdom, it's like... Yeah. Um, there's money. There's in, money. Yeah, we know there's there's money. There's politics. You've yeah. Got the seedy underground of crime. Yeah, it's crazy town. Yeah. I love it. It's awesome. I do too. The title card music for the episode Five Short Grables plays towards the end of this one after the stag washes down into the sewers. Five hmm. Short Grables. We'll be watching that one soon. Oh, is that a future episode? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never. I don't even know what that's about. It's, yeah, it's 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 different. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I'll be excited to predict it. <laughs> Good. So, do you want to hear what your prediction was for this episode based on its name? Yes, I do. Which was no one can hear you. You guessed. Finn and Bimo are sifting through a dump to find cool items. They find a magical remote control that can mute people at Finn's will. He tries it on Jake, much to Jake's chagrin. I like that prediction. I feel really like it was nothing like the episode, but I still like it. Yeah, I like it too. Actually, that sounds like a good like movie plot. I like mm-hmm. it. I like mm-hmm. it a lot. So uh, as far as how close it was, 
There is sifting through a dump. Yes, there was. He does get Jake's chagrin <laughs> going. We're going to give that a... That's a C as far as how close it was. All right. I'll yeah. take that. I'll take a C. Creativity, A+. plus. Love it. I think it's great. <laughs> um, speaking of BMO, I find it interesting that Finn and Jake have been gone from the treehouse for six months of this episode. Right? BMO must be like, where are these guys? Did they move out? Well, how, how long are their adventures, though? You know, like, sometimes, like, I wonder if they that's like a normal length of time for them to be like adventuring. It's true. Cause some episodes it is like an indeterminate amount of time. That's more than a day. Yeah. Hmm. I guess they just kind of show up when they, when they show up. Yeah. Yeah. And that might mean that might be the reason when their houses are like, or their house is so like disgusting because <laughs> they're just in and out and don't always clean it. Yeah. Poor so. lonely Bebo. <laughs> So do you want to predict what the next episode is based on its name? I sure do. Jake versus Meemaw. All right. So Meemaw is an evil cat. I took that from the meow. And the this evil cat roams the countryside. One day while picking out flowers for Lady, Jake is attacked by Meemaw. And they have a throwdown drawing a crowd and Finn taking bets on who will win. Awesome. That's buck wild. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I like it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, any last thoughts about this episode? Again, I think it might be the creepiest episode of the series. And for me, that's a positive. I, I love that kind of stuff. It kind of reminds me of like some of the scarier kid shows that I grew up with. Like, Are You mm-hmm. Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. Um, In a very positive way. It, but this actually might have gone a little creepier than a lot of episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark? So I dig it. I was surprised uh, how how far into it they leaned. Yeah. I, you know, I think that if you are looking for some creepy cartoons to watch for, like, during Halloween season, like, check this out. This would be a great addition to your rotation. Yeah, this one with that episode, The Creeps. Yeah. Mm. I liked The Creeps a lot better than that, though. Uh, you know what? I think I like The Creeps more, too. But, you know, still, I mean, watch both of them. Yeah. But I think they're, I think they're both good. Good spooky double features. Yes, very much so. You might like one more than the other, like me. Or show. All right, should we get to Jake versus Meemaw? Let's do it. Woo! Woo, woo. I don't know what that sounds <laughs> That's terrible. You okay over there? Yes. I was just too excited for my voice to be able to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Botched sound. <laughs> Season three, episode 16. Jake versus Meemaw has an IMDb rating of 7.8. Overall number is 68. 68, wow. Directed by Larry Leachleiter and Colt Sanchez. Ooh. Written and storyboarded by Adam Muto and Rebecca Sugar. A power couple. Yep. Power couple? Is that what you're going yeah, for? Yeah, yeah. You sound like you're saying power puff. <laughs> Words aren't working for me right now. <laughs> Original air date is November 21st, 2011, with 2.26 million U.S. viewers. Awesome. Yeah. Popular season here. The title card shows, it looks like a child's drawing of Jake fighting a cat. And it yeah. says Jake versus Meemaw. Yep. And we'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah, we will. We have some trivia about that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so the episode starts off with Wildberry Princess humming and making meat-filled pies for Finn and Jake in her bungalow. <laughs> <laughs> As she bends down to place her oven mitt in the drawer, she notices a tiny opening in one of the pies, but disregards it and carries it to the table. Wildberry thanks the two for answering her summons as she speaks of someone trying to kill her. Yeah, so the whole somebody trying to kill her thing, I, I don't remember if it ever explained. I don't think it does why there's an assassin <clears throat> no, after her specifically. But 
seeing the inside of her place reminds me of like the shady things that we see in Princess Bubblegum's castle, like the shackles and skeletons mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Because there's a lot of like you see a, a guillotine in here. There's animal carcasses everywhere. Like there's something something strange going on in yeah. Wildberry Princess's house. Yeah. I agree. So although she states that it's no big deal about the assassination, Finn's like, it is a big deal, and he demands details. So Wildberry complies and goes to retrieve a note sent by the Guild of Assassins, which says which she says was stabbed to her doorman. <laughs> so, oh, she's like, it was stabbed to my door, man. <laughs> so the note says that Princess Wildberry, we're going to assassinate you. G-O-A. Guild of Assassins. <laughs> so Finn vows that he and Jake will protect her, and Jake continues to gobble on the pie and says that he thinks there's a monster that lives in his stomach, which is why he's hungry all the time. I guess I'll make that my excuse, too. (laughs) Finn becomes disgusted and goes outside to continue his conversation with Wildberry Princess. While Jake remains inside, he eyes Wildberry Princess's pie and begins to consume it. In the middle of the pie, however, he sees a tiny cat. (laughs) The tiny cat leaps on his nose and threatens him with tiny poison syringe. Jake realizes that this is the assassin who then introduces herself as Mimao, a second-class assassin. Yeah, evil little cat. Yep. So she tells him that she's going to graduate to a full membership if she assassinates a princess. And since Jake had blown her cover, she orders him to be the one to kill Wildberry Princess. Jake, of course, refuses and says that he'd rather be injected with poison. But with Meemaw having the poison in hand, Jake retracts the statement and claims that he would assassinate the princess. So Meemaw then climbs into Jake's nostril to watch the deed be done and threatens that if Jake tries to trick her, she's going to stab him in the brain. When Finn and Wildberry return, Jake tries to convince Wildberry Princess being killed would not be so bad. But this only scares her and causes Finn to become more suspicious. Jake apologizes and nervously tries to think of an idea. He spots a bag of meat and carries Wildberry's crown to it. He then punches the bag of meat as Meemaw watches from above. Afterward, Jake proclaims that he's going to carry her to the window and dump her down off the side. He reaches for the bag and pours this bag of meat to the ground below. Yeah, it looks so disgusting. It's so weird she has all these carcasses hanging around and like big things of meat. What the heck? Yeah, she has like a pure meat diet. Right. It's crazy. She's like this dainty little um, wild berry. berry. Yeah. (laughs) So he exclaims that Wildberry Princess is dead and the cat is impressed and about to exit the nostril when the voices of the berry guards exclaim how happy they are that Wildberry Princess is alive as they'd seen the bag of meat with her crown laying on the ground. Angry at the reveal, Meemaw injects Jake with half the poison as punishment for tricking her and says that he will die in 30 minutes unless he kills the princess, in which case she's going to give him the antidote. And Jake tries to tell Finn about about the tiny cat, but Meemaw is like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to get you the rest of the poison if you do this. Jake's next idea is to have Finn sing their mother's lullaby. Yeah. Finn's like super embarrassed to sing the lullaby with an audience, but instead does so. He pulls out this really cute like music box from his bag and uh, starts to play it and sing along. It's adorbs. Um, Jake shoves two sausages in his ears. Again, another abundance of meat. As the song lulls Wildberry, the guards, and meme out to sleep. Jake frantically tries to tell Finn about the assassination then attempts to tell of the situation by writing out cat knows with pie feeling. But Finn misinterprets this as a request for him to make cat noises as there's a short line between the letters O and S so it looked like an I. And thus he starts to do so, meowing so loudly that Jake has to toss Finn out the window to keep Meemaw 
asleep. <laughs> I love Finn's train of thought here because he's like, he's like cat noise. He's like, he's like meow, 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 and he's like, don't, don't do it. And he's like meow, 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 meow. <laughs> he just starts doing it louder. As the tiny assassin sleeps in his nostril, she talks about double-crossing Jake after the deed. So Jake takes the opportunity to shrink his hand and try to reach the antidote, only to have an angry Finn return and question him, waking Mima, who injects another shot of the poison. And Jake's looking really jacked up at this point. Yeah, he is. So he tries to defuse the confusing situation by suggesting that they take Wildberry somewhere safer. The three arrive at a high cliff side, and Jake instructs Finn to stand guard, facing away from the cliff while he stands beside Wildberry near a ledge. As Wildberry teeters on the edge, Jake's arms are outstretched to push her and Meemaw encouraging him. At that moment, a bluebird flies past and spots a sausage <laughs> still in Jake's ears so and hungrily dives for it only to crash into his head, resulting in Meemaw tumbling from his nostril and landing in front of Finn's feet. Yeah. yeah. Isn't there a technical term for that you said? Oh, for which thing? The bird. The bluebird. Yeah, diving down. I can't remember. Oh. Meemaw. I... I love how Meemaw's mouth is like this perfect circle and the teeth go around the mouth instead yes. of just top to bottom. Yeah. So with Meemaw revealed, Finn now realizes what's been happening and faces the tiny assassin and threatens to kill her if Jake dies. And he orders her to hand over the antidote. And she refuses and is up to the challenge because Meemaw is a vicious, <laughs> evil little cat. Seriously. Seriously vicious. Yeah. So despite the attacks with the tiny dagger, Finn is only amused at the tiny assassin. Meemaw slices Finn's cheek, but he's not bothered, saying, You're only making my face look cooler. Great line, by the way. <laughs> so she jumps for his eyes, intending to blind him, only to have Finn just simply blow her away. It's like super like intense. She's like, ah, and then he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> As a result, she smacks against a tree and is held there with Finn's palm. Finn then asks for Meemaw's antidote, but she smashes it and happily tells him that she gave Jake enough poison to kill a dog 50 times his side. The two come to a realization that Jake can stretch his liver 51 times his size <laughs> and detoxify his body before dying, which he does. At Finn's inquiry as to Jake's health, Jake makes an impromptu song, Big Liver. Big Liver! So Meemaw vents her frustration, causing her tail to become unkempt. But Wildberry says that she could be a royal pet. Infuriated, Meemaw responds by leaping at the princess to kill her, but at the last moment, the princess pops the berries off of her body. Meemaw soars off the cliff. So, while Finn compliments her on her defensive ability, Wildberry Princess tells him that it's a medical condition and that she needs to see a hospital. Jake agrees that they all need a hospital, and the three walk away laughing. The episode ends with that same blue bird flying in the sky, and then suddenly, Meemaw pops up, being seen flying away on the back of the blue bird. Yeah, and it plays like that sting music. It's great. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this episode. What do you think of this one? I I thought this episode was pretty great. I, um, so I, I liked it a whole bunch. I definitely liked it better than No One Can Hear You. Mm. And it just so much of this was just funny and cute and dramatic and just so many moving parts and just good stuff all around. Yeah, we see the limits of Jake's heroism here where he's like, yeah. well, either I die or she dies. I'm sorry, princess, but I'm going to save myself here. Yeah. So that's an interesting dichotomy because, you know, if Finn were in that situation, he'd be like, oh, you're just going to have to kill me. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I agree. Um, It also had, like I was talking about for that last episode, that Adventure Time convenience, right? 
oh yeah, he's his magical dog. And even Mima's like, what? A magical dog? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So this is one of those episodes where like the whole thing could have been prevented from from Jump Street. Yeah. Because <laughs> all he had to do was grow big at the very beginning of the episode and just be like, oh, well, get this cat out of my nose. Right. He and can then, stretch like... every part of his body. All he has to do is like stretch his eye. Right. To see inside of his nose grow gigantic and right. block the cat out. Or, or he could have just like plugged one nostril and blown the cat out. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like, come on. Logic is not this episode's friend. No, no, it is not. But that just makes it funnier. So what did you like about this episode? Ooh, I love how it's clearly a little kid saying all these messed up lines that Meemaw says. Well, it's not actually. Um, It's, it's actually a, a pretty well-known comedian, Mia Bamford. What? Yeah. Yeah. It she sounds s- like she's like three. Right? But no, like she just, yeah, I guess it's just her voice high pitch. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, she did a great job. It was really cool. It was really, really cool. I think uh, these last two episodes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I should ask first. What did you like about this one? No, I thought um, I really liked Me Mouse character. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. And just, you know, just a cute little, I don't know extra layer of creativity and character development for additional side characters in ooh i think it's wonderful yeah i think in these last two episodes you get these two viciously evil characters introduced Mm -hmm. that challenge both finn and jake to like their extreme yeah and that's kind of cool yeah seriously though i mean jake almost died again Mm mm-hmm and Finn got messed up by that the deer in that first episode. Right. Like it it's I think it's um as I'm thinking about that right this right now, like this is showing that these two characters are not indestructible. And that it's not like watching um oh crap, Supernatural where like clearly they would have had like fourteen concussions from like <laughs> one episode and they're always buff and like nothing seems to ever like ail them. Those guys should have died a hundred times. Yes. Over. Yes. Don't get me wrong, Supernatural fans. I love the show. Go team Dean. Um oh no no no. I take that back. Go team Castiel. But you know, like this is just kind of cool because it shows how fallible our, our heroes are and it really adds another layer to their development. Yeah, absolutely. I also really loved Finn in this when he found Meemaw. He was like, literally was ready to fight to the death for his brother. And yeah. that was just so BA. It's so awesome. I love how like he, like no hesitation, just jumps right into the fight. And it's the yeah. same with the deer in that first one. Again, yeah. where he just jumps in because like, the deer, like he lost that first fight horribly and he did. that ending battle was actually a good fight scene mm-hmm. yeah and he takes damage in that one too he's so. like chan- channeling his inner billy yeah billy Billy. yeah this, ah! these last two episodes are finn in full-on hero mode it's yeah. awesome i loved it matt so where was the snail Ooh, beside the dead bull one of the many dead animals in wilder princess's <laughs> place so weird yeah it is I love it, though, because it's not like these are one-dimensional characters, right? Like, hey, we're going to invite you into this story about um, Wildberry Princess going to be murdered by this guild. Um, BT dubs, there's a guild of assassins in Ooh. Also, there's some really weird things going on in her life that include copious amounts of meat. But, hey, <laughs> she's going to be assassinated. Like, like that is so – it's not uh, – yeah, I don't there's know. There's a story there. Yes. It makes you think of – like, what is it? Yes. It makes you want to, like, really figure out more about these characters. And Totally. 
I think that these episodes could be really plain, missing those details. Like, I think it would be fine if that those details weren't in this episode. And they are, which makes it even more fun. Absolutely. Totally agree with you there. So, what is it, the Guild of Assassins? I wonder if Scorcher is in the Guild of Assassins. I the, bet he is. The guy that, uh, the hitman that um, Ice King hired? Yeah, he's got to be in Guild of Assassins. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Hmm. hmm. Ugh. No Phil face. No Phil face. <laughs> wah, wah. Wah, wah. What was your favorite line? Sometimes I think there's a monster that lives in my stomach. That's why I'm hungry all the time, Jake. And because I relate. (laughs) I liked the um, one from Wildberry. I found this stab to my door, man. (laughs) She's so nonchalant about her doorman being dead. Right? She's like, yeah, this happens. (sighs) It's a thing. Do you want to give me an impression of a character? (sighs) Okay. It's no big deal. Finish your pie. <laughs> Is that a uh, wildberry princess? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it is. It yes. Is. Okay. yes, it is. I'm trying to think of who else it would make sense coming from in the episode. <laughs> you got a second line written down, too. Uh, see, also, this has been a while since we've seen the episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, think, I think this is the longest between watching an episode and recording and recording the podcast that we've ever done. And I feel so bad about it, but what are you going to do? Uh, I, I feel like, you know, we still got these episodes down, you know? Yeah, yeah. I remember them. <laughs> Pretty good. Okay, what was your impression? If you say anything, I'll stab you in the brain. Me now. <laughs> I think you could do that better, but okay. <laughs> I can't. I, so she sounds like I have to do a child voice two times in a row. If you say anything, I'll stab you in the brain. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. That was so good. That was so good. Good job, Maddie. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We have some really cool trivia. So the first one is. Both the title card and Meemaw were created by Gunnar Gilmore, who was a young Adventure Time fan. Pendleton Ward said that he wanted to include the fan-made character because it was so cute and it was drawn by a tiny kid. Yeah. I thought that was so cool. It is really cool. And also, I love how, like, he has, like, this cutesy character from this kid and makes it, like, the most vicious character in the series. The, the, the creature is evil. Like, straight up. Yeah. Yeah. In the original drawing, Meemaw does not have a tail. Hmm. Oh. Uh, Meemaw somehow must have been the one who bit one of the pies when Princess Wildberry was putting um, away the oven glove because there's no one else near them and was found inside the pie. Yeah. I love that that reveal of Meemaw inside the pie. Just so creepy looking. Yeah. <laughs> staring up at Jake. Jake. Hey. <laughs> hey. I'm here. I'm going to stab you in the brain. <laughs> so when Jake's hand was inside of his nose, he made it jump with the respiration sounds like an astronaut walking on the moon. It was great. Yeah. I loved it. And I love how it like poked like me now like in the in the body like yeah. multiple times bonk, bonk. so funny oh this is what it was the episode is resolved by duces machina which was when the bird uh tries to grab one of the sausages from jake's ears knocking me out of the nose and that is a concept or a plot device where a seemingly unsolvable problem in a story is suddenly and abruptly absol- uh, resolved by an unexpected and unlikely occurrence. Yeah. It's kind of like um divine intervention almost. Yeah. Yeah. So Wildberry Princess is called Princess Wildberry on the note that stated she will be assassinated. Hmm. I kept confusing myself whether to call her Wildberry Princess or Princess Wildberry because of that. I feel like Wildberry Princess rolls off the tongue. Yeah, it does. Yeah. YP. Wildberry Princess, YP. YP. <laughs> YP. Oh, YP. 
YP. YP. I like it. <laughs> so Maria Bamford uh, does the voice for Meemaw. And so I, I Googled her because I was like, who is this person? I have no idea. And she wrote like this little thing on her website. And it says Stephen Colbert called her his favorite comedian on earth. Judd Apatow said she is the funniest woman in the world. Maria agrees that she's very talented and may, in fact, have a gift, as do we all. As do we all. Maria is the first female comic to have a two-half-hour Comedy Central Presents specials and now two well-received specials on Netflix called The Special, 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 and Old Baby. Maria has contributed comedic voiceovers for animations, Big Mouth, BoJack Horseman, Adventure Time, um, PBS's Word Girl, uh, Kung Fu Panda, Legend of Korra, and uh, Talking Tom and Friends. So, yeah. That's really cool. She's really neat. Um, also, she does a lot of work for mental health awareness. Wow. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Yeah. I just wanted to share a little bit about her. I went down a little rabbit hole, and this is what I found. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, I never would have thought in a million years that the, the voice behind that cat was somebody above the age of, like, six. <laughs> well, it's, you did a really good job, I'm, then. Yeah, I am just... She did. Yeah, she's awesome. It is cool. Really cool. So, do you want to hear what your prediction was for this one? Yes. Based on the name, Jake versus Meemaw? Yes. So, Meemaw is an evil cat that roams the countryside. While out picking flowers for a lady, Jake is attacked by Meemaw. Blah. They have a throwdown, drawing a crowd with Finn taking bets for who will win. All right, so, Meemaw is an evil cat. Yes. And fights Jake. Yes. Th- both of those, I guess, we get from the title. <laughs> um... Do they have a throwdown? Well, she has a throwdown with Finn. Uh, B minus as far as how close it was. What? Yeah. A B minus? Yeah. Yeah, you're mostly there. Well, B- there's no what? picking the flowers for lady. Oh my gosh. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> there's no crowd. Whatever. Finn doesn't Whatever. Whatever. But Finn's there. I'm not even talking to you right now. Oh no. Creativity, A. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's the thing I'm predicting next? Uh, I'm totally messing with you. Okay, good. You know I'm not mad. Well, I'm that... never mad at you about this. How could I be mad? Oh, it's I... a made-up rubric. Well, now you're getting a D minus. Oh, I'm well, screw you. <laughs> so, do you want to predict the next episode? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get punched. <laughs> Is that the title of the episode? No. <laughs> I don't want to get that. That's a great title, though. Uh... Oh, the next one's called Thank You. Thank you. Thank you. All right. After saving a local town to say thank you, they throw a party. But the party turns sour when the party attracts a pack of evil and wild horses. (laughs) At the end, it's a wonderful adventure for Finn and Jake to save the town a second time. All right. I would like to tell people that I literally just read these titles and make up a thing. And I usually do like the whole season at one time. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm really excited for this. (laughs) So, Matt, any last thoughts on this episode? Uh, I think this one's a lot of fun. It's very different from the one before it, Mm -hmm. of course. Totally. I felt like these are so different. Yeah. Some common themes, like some um, relatable themes, but generally, like, it's just a really different episode. Absolutely. I think both of them kind of have Jake as, not going to say victim, but, like... Target. Yeah. Jake's a target of some kind in each episode. Yeah. The first one, he's mentally just gone and in this one he's yeah trying to kill a princess <laughs> so, <laughs> to uh, save his own life finn definitely had to step up in both episodes to save both himself and jake yeah yeah it's interesting yeah super interesting 
Remember, um, I think it was Dungeon when they're both like, I I could get farther without you. And the other one's like, yeah, da, 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 da. And they recognize how each of them have strengths mm-hmm. that complement each other. I just think that the, these two episodes highlight that. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think either of them would have gotten out of either of these situations alive if they didn't have the help from the other. I know in the first one, Jake was kind of after Finn, but they had to team up together in the end to save the citizens of the Candy Kingdom and take out the deer. Yeah. And yeah, one, for real. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. They did have to work together both times. Mm-hmm. You did it. I did it. You figured out, you put the puzzle pieces together. <laughs> uh, all right. Matt? Yeah. This has been enjoyable. This has been enjoyable. Yeah. Oh, man. I We did it. We did it. And we both felt like garbage today. <laughs> <laughs> Matt? Yes? I love you. I love you. Okay. Guys, we have a website, ohmyglobpodcast.com. Oh! Yeah, we paid $12 to get an official domain. Boom! <laughs> I know. Whoa. And Amy's um, been hard at work on it all day today. Yeah, so I've um, updated all of the episodes onto our... Our new website, ohmyglobpodcast.com. So check us out. It still has some updates, but everything is on there. So if you don't have whatever reason why you want to go on a website to listen to our, our podcast, you can go there. Yeah. You can also check us out on Facebook and Twitter. And rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yes, please do. It helps the show get a bit more exposure. And don't forget to log on to anchor.fm and leave us a voicemail if you're interested in hearing us play it on the uh, old uh, podcast here. Absolutely. We would love it. Please do. And you can always email us at ohmyglobpodcast at gmail.com. You bet your bottom dollar you can. Wow, you're such a great peanut gallery tonight. (laughs) You are. I know. I I, I, I apologize. I feel like you're doing all the heavy lifting in this one. (laughs) I'm just reactionary. Thanks for phoning it in, Matt. Sorry. I'm trying. (laughs) We've already talked about these episodes so much. All right. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we'll catch you on the flip. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.